Dissecting politics. So the Nigerian presidential elections were postponed. I I really don't know how to feel about this. Um, or maybe I do know how to feel about this actually, because I feel angry, I feel pissed off, because it it is a ridiculous thing, I believe in my opinion to cancel or postpone rather to postpone elections some something as serious elections as serious as presidential elections just four hours before the polls open i believe it is the height of irresponsibility it is illogical it is silly it basically makes no sense to do this four hours before polls open and coming up with with the excuse of, um, you know, logistical challenges and the likes, just sounds ridiculous to me, really. Because this is this is a commission that is INEC, the Independent National Electoral Commission, that has had four years to prepare for this. You've had four years to prepare for just for elections, and you're telling us four hours before the elections that you know, oh, we're not prepared. And by the way, by the way, all through since 20, as far back as I can remember as 2017, the commission has been telling the average Nigerian, the commission has been telling all of us that we are ready, we are ready, we are ready. They've held press conferences, they've done news briefings, they've released press statements, they've had, you know, speaking tours, they've had engagements, workshops, all through, all around, always telling us that. We are ready for the elections. We are ready for the polls. And then just a couple of hours before the elections, you tell us, oh, hold up. Well, maybe we're not so ready. Actually, we're not ready at all. So, you know, give us a week. And then you postpone the governorship elections too. I mean, as as, as the average Nigerian woke up to this news, I, I, I personally got a lot of text messages of people really angry about what's going on. Um, I I had, you know, friends who had people come all the way from the UK, all the way from the US, down to Nigeria to express their voices, to make their voices heard and to vote. And now they've had to delay their flights or move it or maybe even go back. I know someone who's going back because he can't afford to take another week off work. He can't afford to take another couple of days off work because his employers abroad would not understand. It's, it, it's not an excuse he could give, you know, oh, by the way, my country's elections are, well, they got postponed again, so I need to take another week of paid work off. His employer couldn't understand it. You know, there are several cases of, of, of people like that. And... and when you also think of cases of people who traveled around the country, you know, say people, a lot of people who moved from northern states to 
the east or down to the west or the south south just to express their votes and to express their voices in their own homes in their own homelands in their own places and now they're being told that oh by the way you might have to make you know further arrangements to stay here for the week there are lots of people who have to go back to their workplaces because their employers cannot give them that time off again there are lots of people who had to make alternate travel arrangements because of this. This is from the entire country. I mean, on Saturday, for example, <laughs> if you were in Lagos, by the way, on Saturday and you were driving around, I think you would appreciate the postponement a little bit because for the first time in a long time, I can't remember the last time I have seen the roads that free, just as an aside. It was, it was ridiculous. But that also tells a story in the sense that the economy of an entire country was almost grounded for a day and nothing was achieved. Shops were closed because of the elections. People postponed their plans. People who had weddings and, you know, as Nigerians, we love to celebrate lots of things and people who had weddings or celebrations and ceremonies had to postpone them to next week and now they have to postpone them again because that's when the elections are coming up. It, it, it's, it's just ridiculous and this is just my thoughts on this postponement because... I don't even really still know how to feel about it. It's, it's a bit funny. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, Mr. Einigman, you had one job. Just one job. Prepare for elections every four years. Maybe a couple of by-elections in between, but it's not that hard. Now, coming back and telling me that the Central Bank of Nigeria which has the largest, most sophisticated distribution network of any institution in this country, cannot distribute election materials weeks and months in advance, even days in advance, to places, polling booths all over the country. This is an institution, the Central Bank, by the way, this is an institution that moves large amounts of money seamlessly in a country like Nigeria. Seamlessly. And you're telling me they're not prepared for elections. They're not prepared. You, you don't have enough logistics to move you. It, there's more to it than this. I mean, we, we've, been, we've been taken for fools as Nigerians because there is more to it than this that we're not being told about. And also, finally, by the way, as an aside, um, there's been a story going around about um, the contractor who supplies the... PVC, the, um, what's it called, the card readers that read your PVCs and the likes, that read your votes and that help transmit your votes. Apparently, the contractor that supplies this to INEC is also a candidate in the elections. I think his party is the APC and I think um, it's Ninja East um, Center or District or something. But it's just ridiculous and it can only happen in... <laughs> In a country like Nigeria. Now, imagine I'm supplying materials, sensitive materials that would read the votes of the elections I would end up participating in. Really. <laughs> you can't help but just laugh because I, the deal is done anyway. The deal is done. The contract has been awarded. It's supplied all the card readers so I don't know what much we can do as citizens but it's just beggars belief really but really there, there, there is let me not say there's nothing we can do because there is something we can do 
we can stand by our votes. When you cast your votes, protect your votes. Ensure you know, and ensure that you protect your votes at all times, at all times. Ensure you protect your votes and ensure you know that your votes will count. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for listening. See you next time. Cheers. Thank you.